Explore Milwaukee's past and its future, one building at a time. This is Urban Spelunking with On Milwaukee's Bobby Tanzillo and me, Nate Immig, from 88.9. Well, to second in Wisconsin in downtown Milwaukee, we're going this week. Checking in. This is a building we've spelunked a couple times. We're going back. We're going back. We're Way following back. this story. Yes. So where are we this week, Bobby? We are at the former Warner Theater, which was also the former Grand Theater. And the future home. Of the Milwaukee Symphony Orchestra. Big, big undertaking. Lots of construction. If you've Massive. Been, if you've been anywhere near that area at 2nd and Wisconsin, you've seen a lot of activity, uh, certainly well underway. Yes. It is, it is actually flying. And if you go down there, you'll see the 2nd Street is closed between... Uh, Wells and Wisconsin, and the building that was on the corner there, on that uh, northwest corner, is completely gone. There's just a giant hole in the ground. Um, R.I.P. Arby's and Burger King. And Taco Bell was there for a <laughs> while. But actually, in the old days, that was built as a really handsome uh, Art Deco building that had a restaurant in it called Wrigley's. And if oh, you ever really? find pictures of Wrigley's, just beautiful chrome everywhere, super nice Art Deco building. Okay. Um, gone. There were no, but there were no traces of that anyway. But I it talked. was really nice. But yeah. Well, in the old days, it was really nice. Yeah, was um, but actually, if you were ever in that Arby's or the Burger King, there was a mezzanine around the, you know, it had a really high ceiling and there's a mezzanine around it upstairs where you could eat. And that was a remnant of, of Wrigley's. Oh, really? How? Yeah. how, how There's a little yeah. aside for you. Yeah. yeah. We, we, went th- we went down the Burger King rabbit hole. Anyway, that, anyway, all, so all, of that all of that stuff was gone. I mean, all of the Art Deco features of it were gone. It okay. was stripped off years ago. Um so that is gone. There's a hole in the ground. That's where they're going to build um, a new sort of entrance and event space. And mm-hmm. there's going to be a bar in there and bathrooms and all kinds of stuff. Beautiful, glassy, modern-looking building. And that's going to be attached to the theater? Yes. Okay. There will be a pass-through. And the, oh, what's really nice about that building, too, is they put in a skylight on the top floor so that you can look out at that Richard Haas mural that's painted on the side of the... Warner Grand really Theater cool. building, that one that reflects sort of a Milwaukee that isn't there anymore. That's got you can see the Pabst building in it uh-huh. and that sort of thing. Uh, so they're restoring that mural too. They're they're sort of giving that a touch up. And there's lots of restored art and, and murals throughout the building. Right? Oh, it's incredible there. Yeah. And so at the moment, um, they're doing all sorts of prep work for something we'll talk about a little later. Uh, a major part of the project, but they also had Conrad Schmidt Studios in there, um, art restorers. Uh, to do sort of test runs on a bunch of different things because uh, they want to use historic tax credits to help fund this. So the National Park Service, which oversees um, historically designated buildings, Mm -hmm. um, has to sign off on the way they're doing the restoration work. Yeah, lots of uh, guidelines and stipulations, it sounds like. Yeah. And so uh, Conrad Schmidt went in there and sort of did test runs on a bunch of woodwork on the lower level. Uh, They painted a wall on the in the balcony level lobby. They um, cleaned up and restored one of the Art Deco murals on the stairway in the lobby. Um, They did some cleaning of the beautiful uh, aluminum work inside, Art Deco aluminum work inside the lobby. So they basically did these like sections of things like this so that they could have the National Park Service come in and say, this is what we did and this is how we did it. Is this acceptable to move forward and then that work would actually start uh later because they don't want to clean everything while they're still doing dirty construction work it's cool that they that they're bringing in the pros you know like yeah like an art studio yeah so they're gonna so they're doing this to make sure everything is hunky-dory and then when they get the okay uh later on when the sort of dust settles from the the heavier construction they will actually go in and then 
restore all of that. So the theater is uh, also, as you mentioned, being restored, the artwork and things like that. They're building a like an atrium, a completely new building mm-hmm. that's going to be right to the to the side of it, connected. Where does the project stand? Is it is it on schedule? How how are we doing? They, the yeah, they thing? said it's on schedule. The fundraising appears to be going as well as they uh, could expect it to be, and they seem to be happy with that. Um, I think they've raised 112 million out of uh, 139, which covers the costs of this project, but also an endowment and some other uh, financial considerations they have. It's not the building work is not costing 139 million. So what does it look like inside? Uh, it looks pretty incredible if you. Uh, had ever been in there as when it was a two theater place they basically had to make some changes to accommodate turning a single theater single screen theater into a two screen theaters they put in a projection booth at the back of the ground floor they had to close off a stairway that connected the balcony to the lower lobby and this was back in in the late 70s okay um but so now they've reopened that staircase which is beautiful um they've taken out that Um, projection booth that was built in back there exposing all sorts of uh, beautifully painted surfaces and moldings and things that were hidden away. A whole staircase was like walled up. Yeah, and it's it's beautiful, sort of a funky shaped staircase that's really really dramatic when you look at it from the top straight down. I want to know what the first person that you know, like, the first person that walked down that staircase after the wall came down like, is it going to stand? Is it going to be oh, good? It's, it's been it's, walled off forever. It's pretty solid. It's pretty <laughs> solid. But also there's like, there's uh, wall coverings and things in there that look original, that look like they go back decades and decades oh, wow. because they've just been sitting there covered up. So any work that was done in the theater after the split into two theaters didn't happen in there because it was closed off. Right. So it's a sort of an interesting little time capsule. Um, wow. But then also inside the, the uh, it's pretty dramatic where the, the stage was because the stage is out and that's all been excavated down. And there is one major architectural challenge and logistical challenge in this project. We'll talk about that more next. Nonprofit Radio Milwaukee is brought to you by you. A membership contribution is your personal commitment to music and to Milwaukee. Visit RadioMilwaukee.org to check out our donor benefits and the thank you gifts you can get to show off your 88.9 pride. So it's really dramatic because they've excavated out where the stage was um, and they've taken off the roof above the stage. Oh, wow. So there's actually daylight (laughs) coming in in that part at the moment. Um, And this is all in preparation for work that's going to happen next year, which is to move uh, the back wall of the stage uh, more than 30 feet out towards Second Street. Wow. So they're going to narrow Second Street is going to become narrower than it than it has been and they'll have more space because it was built as a movie theater so it doesn't have a lot of the things required for a concert hall like yeah, it doesn't green the, the stage and, isn't deep enough, there's not backstage areas, there's not I mean just all that kind of stuff yeah. has to happen. Um, so they got the okay from the city to to do that and part of the reason the project can happen now when it sort of failed the first time MSO wanted to do it almost 20 years ago is because uh, almost 20 years ago, Second Street was a feeder to a freeway on-ramp a few blocks down, so it was fairly heavily trafficked. Yeah. But now that 794 has been rebuilt and those ramps were reconfigured, uh, there is no more ramp at the end of Second Street there, so there's very little traffic now, comparatively speaking, on Second, so it makes it okay to narrow that. Yeah. Well, going back to the wall, <clears throat> the, the the word wall is kind of relative, right? I mean... Oh, it's a wall. Right? This is not like... <laughs> Like a like a two story wall. This is no, a, this a is massive like side of the building. It's got to be about five stories, I would think. Yeah, right, five I mean, or six huge. stories. Yeah, it's huge because it was not only, I mean, it was, it was from the sidewalk, 
like the height of the stage, which is already a couple of stories, right? Yeah. But then also above that, you would have uh, the fly area where you would have the ropes and things yeah. to, to hang curtains and things like that. So that went up another couple of stories. That's probably even taller. Than, yeah. So it's yeah. it's pretty huge. And so and the, it, the and national- it's really wide too. I mean, it's, it's five stories wide. tall, but you know, it's the whole width of the building. Yeah. Right. So what's the big fuss about this? Why do they have to move this wall intact? Like, why not just take it down, break it apart? Well, the National Park Service has just determined that they have to move it in one piece. And I'm not exactly sure why the National Park Service has come to the, why they're not letting them just sort of dismantle it, number the bricks and even put, I mean, because they could do that. They could sure. take it apart and even reassemble the exact same parts. But maybe it's because they're afraid the mortar won't match. You know, who knows? Yeah, the, it's historic. You, so anyway, they're they're basically cutting the wall. You can see a line when you go there now. You can see a, like sort of a natural place where they will cut. Like there's some terracotta on the front and, and different uh, materials. And you can sort of see on either side where where that is going to happen. Um, so how do they move it? Is it they so they're going to brace it. They're going to brace it on the front, brace it on the back. Um, and then cut it along that line on either side. Um, and then it's going to be on like a track that's going to like slowly move it. It's going to move like an inch an hour or something. It's like, it's, it's a really, it's going to take a couple of months to, to move the wall that, wow, that months? many feet. Yeah. Cause it's not, I mean, you have to be really careful about moving yeah, nearly, I would say it's, so. it's basically a 90 year old <laughs> brick wall that in, is nuts. in one piece. So it's going to be interesting, and you know. So that's not happening until when? 20? No, they're doing that next year. They're okay. starting that next year, and I think originally they had talked about doing it uh, starting this fall, but that's happening now next year. It's going to be interesting to watch, at least for a little while. You know, if it's moving an inch an hour, it might not be super interesting to watch for a very long time. <laughs> Maybe a time lapse. A time yeah. lapse would right. be super interesting to watch of this. So hopefully they're going to do that. So the project is on schedule, and when is it all set to finish? Uh, they're supposed to be done with the work in summer of 2020 okay and then there's some sort of interior tweaking that needs to be done acoustically uh, yeah which I'd, takes I'd a little while so they have to basically tune the room um and then they expect to actually be open and have a grand opening in i think september wow 2020 yeah that's a that's something i had never really thought of is that this this theater was not a live concert hall you no know, it right, a, it right. Was a theater it was a right. movie theater yeah it was and supposed to sound good with an organ playing or maybe uh just the audio from a from a film, but not necessarily for a huge orchestra. And this is, I mean, just looking at the renderings, like this is going to transform that part of downtown Milwaukee with that new uh, atrium, that new building that they're that they're building, and then just restoring this this historic theater. Absolutely. I mean, that's the theater's been sitting just silent and closed for so long, and and everybody that walks past it has just been like, why is this gem just kind of sitting here? Um, and, but thankfully, it's been saved, and it sort of sat around and sur managed to survive long enough that it's now got this great future, and it's going to be a block away from the Riverside, which is, you know, alive all the time. It's a couple of blocks away from the new Pfizer Forum. Who knows what's going to happen on the site of the Bradley Center and all that. I mean, there's, yeah. it's really kind of—oh, and then you look at the stuff that's going on at the former Pabst Brewery. Yes. All that stuff. I mean, it's sort of an exciting time for, for Westtown. Well, thank you, Bobby. And uh, podcasts here on 88.9 are produced by Tyrone Miller. Handcrafted Sonic Inspiration comes from the License Lab with support from your membership and from onmilwaukee.com. You can subscribe to this podcast at radiomilwaukee.org slash podcasts on iTunes or anywhere you get your podcasts. Bobby, thanks again. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.